0: Shalom to all. Today's office Marikanda Chavzayn. We are starting the second line, the third word on the line. And today's office sponsored Lili Nishmas. Maris Miriam Sarim Basser Yaakov Meisha Herne Shamma should And Lili Nishmas Maris Rivka Basser Meir Zev Herne Shamma And the Gemara says Tana Rabbanu we have a bray. when is it their to turn over the beds? This is not specifically talking about turning over the beds. This means when does all dina avela start? So the bray says Mishiatsim Pesach Besai, That's from when the body is brought out of the house automatically dina avela start. Diver realizes that's Rebel's opinion. Rabbi Shlomo he says Mishiatsim Hagaylo. Once their steam is Hagaylo. Now, according to Rashi, throughout Shas, steamus hagail refers to the cover of the coffin. The navelis begins once it's covered in preparation for burial. It being covered temporarily is not considered steamus hagailol. Or if there's no coffin, like in Eretz Yisrael, then there's no steamus hagailol. Avelis would then begin once the grave is covered. And Master Shemitah Gamliel al there's there's a story of al Azaken died. Kimech Shatzim Pesach the moment he was brought out of his house, Armel Rabbi Lezer. Rabbi Lezer told the mourners, "Kafu you should turn over your beds." Meaning, Avelis starts. The Kimech Shenista once there was steamus Hagel, which was a little later on. Armel Rabbi Rabbi told them, you should turn over your beds." Meaning, that's. When Availus starts, am um, They told him We already turned them over because of what told us. Meaning Rabbi Lez already told us we should turn them over. That we should ready start Dina Avelis before. Meaning when Rabbi Gamalea was brought out of the house. And on we have a brisa. When is that on Arab Shabbos? We're allowed to straighten out the beds, as we said on Shabbos. We're not allowed to have the bed overturned because that's a public display of Avelis on Shabbos. So when is the we're able to straighten them on Arab Shabbos? From Mincha and onwards, even though we're allowed to straighten them out before Shabbos, he's not allowed to sit on his regular straightened bed. Until it's dark. and well, even though there's only one more day of Avelos, even though Sunday is the last day of Avelos, he still has to turn over his bed for that last remaining bit of we have a because it's It's not just his bed that he sleeps on. He has to overturn every single bed in the house. Even if he has ten beds scattered throughout his house, has to overturn all of them. Even if there's five brothers, they all live in different houses. And one of them dies, Kul cool and Kaif, and all of them have to turn over their own beds in their own respective houses. However, if this bed in his house is something that's specific for Kalem for all of his utensils, for certain things, that's a bed that he dumps his stuff on, like his treadmill. Treadmill's not a bed, but some sort of bed that he puts his things on and he doesn't use it for sleeping, so then he does not have to overturn it. And dargosh, which is a certain type of bed, so he doesn't have to turn it over, he could straighten it. He says, dargosh, all he has to do is undo its loops, undo its straps, and then it falls on its own and he doesn't actually have to overturn the bed. And as we understand what a Dargish is, we'll understand what we're going to be doing with it. So my Dargish, what exactly is this Dargish type of bed? Um, he says, it was just a bed in the house that no one used. It was just some sort of good luck bed. But now, Amr alay Rabba, Rabba asked, if that's really so, when it comes to a Melech that not, says in the Mishnah, everyone sits on the floor of He sits on the Dargish when he's in Is there something that up until then he wasn't sitting on it because this is a mazel bed and no one's sitting on a mazel bed and all now he's going to be sitting on the bed, it can't be that this bed is a mazel bed. But now, Maskevlar of Ashi, Ashi asks on Rabbah, and he shows how Rabbah's question is not a good question, My why is that a question? It's the same thing as eating and drinking. Up until now, we never fed a person our food and gave him our drink. Now we are giving a person our food and our drink. In Avil, the first day is Nala to be eating his own food. He has to eat other people's food. So the same way that he's always eating his own food, and now that he's in Avil, we're giving him our food, and that's something unique. So too, even though there's this mazel bed that he doesn't usually sit on, now he could sit on it and it's not a problem. We could say that a dargosh is this mazel bed. Bravashi continues, if you're going to ask a question, this is the question you should ask. You don't have to turn it over, you could straighten it. If you want to tell me that it's a regular bed, it's just a mazel bed and no one usually sits on it, why doesn't he have to turn it over? someone who's turning over his bed, he's an avel. He doesn't only turn over his bed. He has to turn over all the beds in his house, so why wouldn't he have to turn over this mazel bed? It's a regular bed. Even though no one sleeps on it, it's still a regular bed. So the Gemara once again says, that It's just like this bed which is specific for kalim, for utensils. If this is a special bed and it's only used for kalim and no one sleeps on it, and it's so he doesn't have to overturn it. Same thing, this Arash the the that even though it's a regular bed, since no one sleeps on it, it's this mazel bed, so he wouldn't have to turn it over, so that's not a kasha. Ali, kasha. if you can ask a question on this, ha, kasha? this is the question you should ask. He says, a dargash, all you have to do is undo its loops, undo its straps, and then it's going to fall on its own. And if you're going to tell me that a dargush is an arsa de gada, which is a regular bed, it's just used for mazel, my Isle, what type of straps or loops does it have? So it must be that a dargush is not a regular bed that's used for mazel. And he also Raven, when Raven came from Yisrael, humi, and a certain rav told him, and who is that rav? rav bar he was rav the from arsa de gada, he usually would spend time in the leather market. And he said, my dargash, what's a dargash? Arsa de tsala it's a bed made out of leather and it's marnami amrabyirmi dargash a dargash it's weaving its straps are inside mita a regular mita gaba. its straps its weaving is on top so now we can actually understand what these beds are a regular bed a mita was just a frame and then stretched across the top of the frame was some sort of webbing some sort of mat or netting and that's what the mattress and the pillows and the sheets went on whereas this dargash doesn't have the straps on top of it the straps are inside hook to hooks that are inside the width of the frame of the bed so it's two different styles of beds and Acha, a bed that has posts coming out of it, then you could just stand it up and that's enough. This bed had a post sticking out by the head and by the foot so they could drape a canopy across it to prevent flies from bothering the one sleeping in the middle of a sleep. So that, since it has these posts coming out of it, they could just stand it up straight and that's enough. If a person sleeps on a chair or on a large overturned mortar or on the ground, he's not Yetzir's chayv. And he says, that's because he wasn't Mechaim, this din of turning over the bed. And We're allowed to sweep and tamp down the dust in the house of an ovel. We're also allowed to wash the plates, cups, jars, and bottles in the house of an ovel. These are normal things to be done in a regular house, and therefore it's not considered a lack of covet to the house of avelos by doing these things. However, we are not allowed to bring incense and spices into the house of the Ovil, That's because it's improper to have this enjoyment and this geschmack in the house of an ovel. Ask is that really so? But Tony Bar Kapar he taught Ein Mavarchin Mugmar VeLay Besam Beis We're not allowed to make a bracha on the Mugmar and Besam in the house of Avil. But we see from here Bruche Hu Loim we're not allowed to make a bracha where we are allowed to bring the spices and incense into the house. So we answer Loikasha HaBeis HaAvil HaBeis HaMenachemim. Once talking about in the house of the Avil, meaning in the room that the avils in, and that's improper to have the spices and incense. However, in the house in the Menachemim, meaning in the area where he sits, where people come to be Menachem Avil, then we are allowed to have spices and Mugmar over there. And the Mishnah tells us Ein Malicha Beis HaAvil. We are not allowed to bring food to the Avil's house Tavla, not on a board, and not on some sort of dish, and not in a basket. It has to be in a simple basket. That's because bringing it in all these ways that we just mentioned, on a board or in some sort of dish or in a big basket, that's a very beautiful display, that's very nice, and that's not the proper way to bring it to the house of Avel. We should bring it in a simple basket. Also, we do not say this bracha of on When they would come back from the Besa Kfar, so all the Avelim would line up, and a certain bracha was said that is not said but on Chalamayd they do stand in the Shur, the Avelim after the Kfarer, they stand in. In the and Manachmin, and then everyone's gonna console them, Upahtan Sarrabim, and then we let everyone go back home. I mean Samita Bruh, Anchalmoid. We do not leave the Mita in the Ruchaiv in the street, Shal Hagla's a Hesbid, because we don't want to increase, have a lot of Hesbid. It is Khalmaid, and we do have to keep to the sanctity of Yantef. And Valaish al Nashim alum, we never leave the bed of a woman inside the street, but it's not Bhakovadak to the woman. And Tanara Bun, we have a Brahma Shina originally Hoy Malik and Besa Aval, when they would bring food to the Besa Avil, Ashurim, the wealthy ones beclosed shall cast shells of and baskets of silver and gold, and vanim, besal and its and they'd bring food in these simple willow baskets of peeled willow branches. And baishim, the the poor people, they were embarrassed. So therefore, food was always going to be brought to the house of an Ovil, no matter if he was wealthy or poor, in these simple baskets, We because of the covet of the Nihim. And to we have a brisa so something similar. originally, when they would give out drinks in the Ovil's house, by the wealthy people, it would be served in white glass, which is very expensive glass. by the poor people, was in colored glass. And the anim would be embarrassed. So he skinned with that everyone would give given this colored glass because of the cover of the anime. And Barishon originally they would leave the faces of the usher uncovered but they would cover the faces of the aniam after they passed away because their faces became darkened because of hunger. That everyone's faces got covered after they passed away because of the cover of the anime. And Barishon originally in usher that Passed away, they would take him out on a dargush, and anim chavzayno beze on top. Bechlicha, the anim would be taken out on simple beds. Vayu anim is bayshem, and the anim would be embarrassed. Yiskinus, they were mitak and shuah kol mes bechlicha. Everyone would be taken out on these simple beds. Menekvanishal anim because of the kav of the anim. And barishayno originally, they would take this mugmar, this incense and place it underneath the body of someone who died because of intestinal diseases. That was to take away the bad smell that was coming from the corpse. Vayu chayim is bayshem, but the people that were alive that suffered from these intestinal disorders, they were getting embarrassed. So yiskinus, menekham tachas they were masakin that every single corpse had this mugmer placed underneath it so as not to embarrass the people that were alive that had these intestinal disorders. Barishain originally, they used to take all the kalim of Anida that died and they would immerse them in the mikvah. Anida's kalim artame, so they would immerse all those kalim in the mikvah. And all the Nidas that were alive, they would be embarrassed that they were put in a separate class. So therefore, skinner, they were masakin that every single woman that died, they would be toival all of her kalim so as not to embarrass the Nidas that were alive. And something similar just by a man, Barishain. Originally, matbila Agabe zavim meisim, they would take all the Kalim of a zav that died, and they would be tayvel them. Vahyu zavim chayim is baishin, and the zavim that were alive would be embarrassed. His skinu shum matbila nagabe akol. So then they were masakin that everyone's Kalim get immersed with kadam shal zavim chayim, so as not to embarrass the zavim chayim. And barishayno originally, haiz haizas hamayz kashul akreiv of yosrim misasai. The expenses of burying someone was more difficult and challenging for his relatives than his actual death because it was so expensive to bury him. Achiu akreiv menicham oisai, his relatives would just leave him, Ubarchim, they would run away, and then the kahila had to bury him. Achi bar and he treated himself very lightly he got buried he was instructed that he should be buried in just regular simple linen garments so then everyone after him took on this minog to be dressed in just regular linen garments and it wasn't so expensive and didn't spend crazy amounts of money for expensive tachrichin and Amar Papa he tells us that it's very normal for people just to put canvas that's just worth one zuz that's a tachrichin something that doesn't cost any money at all and we said in mission that we do not leave the mita in the in the street, because we don't want to increase eulogy because that's not covered for Yantef. Amrah Papa, he says, There's no denim of Chalamite when it comes to a Tamil when a Tamil Chachem passes away, so then we do leave his mita in the Rochive and we are going to eulogize him even on Chalamite. And for sure, Chanukah and Purim, we're going to make sure that we eulogize him even on Chanukah and Purim. And that's only if the mita of the Tamil Chachem is there. But if he's not there, so then we're not going to eulogize him. Does the Tamil Chachem who passed away really have to be there? Kahana, rav zvid he gave a hesped for Razvid from Narda in Pomnara and Razvid wasn't there, and this was on Khalamaid. So Amra answers Yem that was actually the day he heard that he passed away. of Damian's if he was there. And now just a definition of the word hespid, Amr Uli tells us when we say the word hespid, that means beating the chest. Dihsivit says in the upon breasts they're gonna beat. Tifuach means beyad, that means clapping with the hand, and kilos means beregal stamping with the feet. And tonaraboun we have a brasah, kalis of a person stamping with their feet. they shouldn't do so while wearing sand al only wearing shoes because of the danger, since a sandal is not tightly strapped to a foot, it could become loose, so it might be turned over and he might end up stamping his bare foot on the ground and he could break his foot. And Amar B'yechenei tells us, Once he nods his head, So the people that came to console him, they came to Menachem, They have to get up and they have to leave, because him nodding his head is showing that they consoled him, and that's enough, they can get up and leave. And Amar B'yechenei Everyone has to stand up when a Nasi passes by, except for an Avel and a Chayla, they do not. Have to stand up when a Nasi passes by. says, for everyone that stood up for a Nasi, they're not allowed to sit down until they're told sit down. Chutz except for an if they decided to stand up for a Nasi, since they didn't have to stand up in the first place, they don't have to wait for the command to sit down. They're allowed to sit down whenever they want. And Omar yem and on the first day, he's not allowed to eat his own bread. He has to eat someone else's food. From the fact that Hashem told avi, you should not eat other people's food, meaning you should eat your own food, we learn from there that a regular avel should eat other people's food that first day. Rabban and Rabi Yosef, they used to exchange sudas when one of them was an avelos, so then the other one would send him his suda, so it turns out that he's not eating his own food, he's eating the other person's food. And if there's a corpse in a city, someone passed away in a city, no one's allowed to do malacha, they'll have to make sure that they deal with his body. And a story about this, rav Hamnuna Ikla Darumasa, Rabi Huna visited this place, he heard the sound of the shifer that someone died. He saw people doing their work. He told them, You people, you're in shamta, you're excommunicated. Isn't there a person who died in the city? You should be dealing with him. Why are you doing your work? So Amr they told him, There are certain Chaburas in the town, meaning there's a Chavar Kaddish that deals with them. Everyone in the town doesn't have to deal with them because there's a certain Chabura, a group of people that deal with people that passed away. So Amr Lehi told them, If that's really so, so then I permit you, meaning I release you from your excommunication, or that means I permit you to do your work. And Vam Yudamarav, Call Anyone that mourns for his loved one, for his close one, too much, meaning they cry too much, it's too excessive, they're going to end up crying on another mace as well. And Hayyid said there was a woman, she lived in the neighborhood of Revhuna, she had seven sons, one of them died, she was crying way too excessively for him. sent her the following message You should not do that. She didn't listen to him. So he sent her message: a message If you're going to listen, then good. If you're not going to listen, you're going to end up Making preparations for the other, meaning you're going to end up preparing for another one of your children. And actually, that's what happened. Miss, another one of her sons died. Umesu Kulu, all of her sons ended up dying because she was crying too excessively. at the end, he told her, Timush Zvad you actually making preparations for yourself. And the story ended with Umisa that she actually died. And the source in the Pasuk for this is, Al do not cry for a Mez, and do not shake your head for him. And what do we learn from here? Al Mez, don't cry too much for a Mez, Kashir, do not shake your head more. More than the normal shear. Huck on what is the shear of crying and shaking one's head. So, the first three days after one passed away, so that's for, meant for crying. Veshival haspid, a total of seven days from when they passed away, that's for haspid, for mourning, for giving a spade, them, for eulogies. And who a full 30 days is lakiot, he's not allowed to wear iron clothing, will to aspire, or so to take a haircut. from after 30 days and on, Amar Kosh Hashem says, You do not have more rachmim than I do, so therefore after 30 days you have to stop. Now, this possibly we just quoted continues, Christ strongly for the one who leaves. So it seems to be that there's a contradiction. Because at first we said, do not cry too much. But now we're saying, B'chu we should cry very strongly. So how do we understand that? Um, Huda, says L'heich That's talking about someone who leaves without children. He doesn't have any children and then he dies. That's someone we should cry strongly for. He would not go to because it was except for someone who died without children. The, says in the, Pasuk, B'chu the Pasuk says, for he will not return again and see the land of his birth. This is referring to a person who died with Without children. He doesn't have anyone to continue on his name. So, so to speak, he's not able to come back to this world, to his birthplace. He doesn't have anyone left in this world. Now, Rav Amar, he explains his pasach as follows, Zesha this is referring to someone who was over an Avera, and he repeated that, Avera. he's not going to come back to his birthplace, meaning he's probably not going to do tshuva. And Rav Huna this Rav Huna Lashita, so says Amar Huna, Rav Huna says, once a person does an Avera and he repeats that Avera, that Avera became permitted for him. That means Avera becomes mother for him. How could that be? So, let's understand what Really means is not so like a heter, it's as if it became permitted for him. Once he got used to doing this Aveirah, there's a very little chance he's going to end up doing Chuvah for this. So that's understanding this Pasuk is that he's not going to end up coming back, meaning he's not going to do Chuvah for this Aveirah that he kept on repeating. And Amr says as follows: Avol in the first three days of the person passed away, Yuris Atzmai Shtek of, he should view himself as if he has a sword in between his two shoulders, meaning he should walk around with his head bent and humble, as if there's a sword right above him that if he stands up, he's going to get stabbed. And from three until seven, he should walk around. Around Loi as if it's opposite him, as if it's in front of him, but Karen Zavis in the corner, meaning he still has to carry himself with his sadness and humility. Mikan V'h from then on after the Shiva, Kiloy connected it's as if this sword is in front of him in the marketplace, meaning it's not so close by to him, it is near him, but not too close by. He still has to walk around with some feeling of sadness. And Mishnah said, we're never gonna leave the bed, the mita of a woman outside, so we can eulogize her because it's not a chavadik to her. And Aminarday the Kham of nardah said, Loy that was only taught Khassama Alpha Tap El Chai. Only if a woman died in childbirth. So then there's actually blood that's still coming out of her corpse and that's going to end up embarrassing her if we leave her out in the open to eulogize her. However, all other women, we will leave them out so that we can show them covet and eulogize them. Rebbe armor he says, Even all other women, we're not going to leave them out. The says, the And Miriam died, and she was buried there. We see that right after she died, she was buried and they didn't leave her body out so they could eulogize her. They buried her right away. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow, Continue to talk about Miriam. For now, everyone should have... A wonderful day.